what is happening. Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday. What's today? Today is the 3rd, November 3rd, 2022. What's happening out there? How are you? How are you? How are you? What's going on with you? Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. On today's show, it's going to be kind of a little bit of everything. Just a little, it's kind of a little vent sesh, right? We're riffing. We're riffing. We're riffing here. Um, I'll talk a little Thursday Night Football, and then I've got a couple tweets to go over. We'll talk some tweets. I do want to say this, though. I was looking for some tweets to talk about on the show. For those who have listened to this podcast for a long time, or at least a while, you know that I'm not like the biggest social media person, right? I I admit, I need to do a better job of following people and interacting on social media. You know, everyone who I talk to, whether it's friends of mine or, you know, business partners or people looking to invest or whatever. It's always like, you know, you should go your social media. You should do your social media. And I know it's important. I really know it is. But when I see the numbers of the show getting, you know, 6,000 listeners a month and I have like 200 people who follow me on Twitter, it's like, okay, I'm worried about the listeners, (laughs) the obvious listeners that I see coming back. I don't give a shit about social and all that stuff. Maybe for younger people, it matters. And again, I'm admitting I need to get better at it. But I mean, I, I had a thought scrolling through Twitter before the show. I think there's a direct correlation. The more time you spend on Twitter, I think the stupider you become. Like I, I legitimately think that you can lower your IQ by spending all day on social media. And I believe it's a direct, a directly correlated thing. Or it's actually a negative correlation, right? You can look up negative correlation if you want to see it. it means all, all negative correlation means the more something happens, the less something else, uh, else happens. So the more time you spend on Twitter, the lower your IQ goes. It's an exact negative correlation. So anyway, had that thought. I'm, I'm just looking at some like random stuff because yeah, it's politics season. It's voting season, which means it's very healthy discussions going on on social media. And I'm just looking at some of this stuff like what is wrong with people? Like, I just don't get it. So anyway, let's get on with the program. Uh, let's read some tweets and comment on them. I've got two tweets to talk about. And sort of my thoughts on that, and, and we can springboard to some other uh, topics based on that. Uh, special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge, B-E-T-T-O-R, Edge, uh, allows you to bet VIG free. So everything we talked about on yesterday's show, the VIG, the, the no VIG line, all that stuff, you can live that life, that sports betting life, with Better Edge. Better Edge essentially lets everyone out there, whether it's me, a pro, or my dog, Layla, it lets everyone bet risk-free. So think about that. You've been getting yelled at by the wife. You've been getting made up, you know, made fun of by your friends for losing. Start betting without any risk, aka without any vig at betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD and they'll give you a free 20 bucks. You don't even have to deposit anything. Sign up at Better Edge, put in promo code SBD, and you can start gambling today, vig free. All right, let's read some tweets. Some tweets, some tweets. Uh, this tweet from BetMGM. It says Rocky Top. of bets and 94% of the money is on Tennessee this weekend. And 95% of bets and 98% of money within the state of Tennessee is on the Vols plus eight against Georgia. So let's first talk about the distinction. 90% of bets and 94% of money coming in on Tennessee. That's nationally. What does that mean? That means 90% of bets a.k.a. 90% of the tickets written. So 9 out of 10 people betting this game have bet on Tennessee. 94% of the money nationally is on Tennessee. Whoa. Sorry about that. I swear. All right. Um, 94% of the money nationally is on Tennessee. So what does that mean? That means that 94% of the actual cash coming in is on Tennessee. 
So essentially, nine out of 10 people walking up to a window or logging online to bet, nine out of 10 people are betting on Tennessee, but 94% of the money is going on Tennessee. So a little bit more of the money compared to the people betting are on Tennessee. Within the state of Tennessee, again, 95% of the actual tickets are on them and 98% of the money is on Tennessee. What we're noticing here is that Tennessee's dropped from plus eight and a half to plus eight, okay? Not the biggest move in the world. And what I'm seeing a lot on Twitter is why aren't they balancing their books? Aren't sports books supposed to balance action? What's going on? This seems lopsided. And the answer is that sports books do this all the time. I would say more often than not, the vast majority of the time, at the, at, the, at the good books, I mean, there's a lot of shitty books out there, but we're talking about the average 2022 sports book. Even, even the, the BetMGMs who are, are just copying other books or, 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 or books like that, they don't balance action. It, it, that's sort of like an outdated, very basic idea. Okay, they don't want balanced action because balanced action isn't created equal or all the money that you're getting isn't created equal. Think of it like this. If you get uh, Billy Walters, a part of the best syndicate of all time, he's still betting sports. If Billy Walters bets 500,000 on, let's say, Georgia minus eight, and then you get, you get a collection of 2,000 average bettors who bet a collective 500,000 on Tennessee plus eight, you now have 500,000 on each side. But but what good sports books do is they say, oh, okay, we recognize the sharp money's on Georgia. In this example, it's just a hypothetical. But they go, okay, we realize the sharp money's on Georgia. Therefore, we're going to move based on the sharp money. I have seen time and time again, especially in sports like the NHL or, or soccer, a little bit softer markets, where 70% of the money's on one team and, and, and the line is moving against that, you know? And the reason is the 30% of the money coming in is so much smarter than the 70%. The sports book is willing to say, hey, we'll take a side. We'll, take, we'll, 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 we'll gamble a little bit here because we're on the side of all these syndicates and we're fading the public. Let's, let's ride, Denver. <laughs> let's ride. That's what a lot of these sports books say or the way they think. And that shouldn't come as a surprise to you. But then you hear everyone say, well, balancing books. Isn't balancing books important? What about, about balancing books? Balancing books doesn't mean a goddamn thing anymore. What matters is mitigating, massaging, and adjusting the number as you go and keeping track of where the smart money's coming from. And to do this, you have to profile and get to know your customers. So if you're in Vegas, you have to talk to these guys and get to know who they are. Maybe get their player's card if they're willing to. Online, it's a lot easier. They know who we are. They know the bets we make. It's on our account. It's all right there. Okay, but this is super important to know. The books don't always just want to split action. A lot of the times, the books have a side. The books take a side. They need a side to win. And generally, they know where the sharp action is. So generally, they're on the right side. And same note uh, comes up the idea of public money. And here's the thing with public money. Public money isn't necessarily always the wrong side. Just because the public bets on a team doesn't mean you have a worse chance of covering that game or, or that that game's automatically going to lose. But sometimes it is a good indication of where the uneducated money is for a couple of reasons. The public doesn't always account for everything, okay? There's a lot of 
injuries. There's a lot of uh, 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 roster shuffling up. I mean, in the NHL, you got to watch for scratch players and goalie adjustments. So the public just in general doesn't take into account what they need to, weather included. Uh, another thing is public overvalues what happened the most recent. If, if, you, if, you, if you go look at the average person, go down to the bar and ask the average person who they're betting on, more, more often than not, it's going to be on teams that have looked good recently and against teams that have looked bad recently. So when you see public money, you just get an indication of a little bit more of where the uneducated money is, but it's still going to win half the time. The only issue is half the time means the sports books are still insanely profitable. And this all comes full circle because even when the public money is identified, sports books are still more than happy taking a side, taking a position, saying, we know where the public is, we know where the sharps are, we are going to be on one side here. So really, the books are rarely, rarely balanced, if ever, and that's not the main goal of sports books, is to balance action. You may think it is, but it's not. Kind of on the same... Uh, in the same ballpark is a tweet from uh, Jeffrey Benson. I mentioned him on, on, I think it was Tuesday's show this week. Jeffrey Benson is the sportsbook manager at uh, Circa. Circa Sports is one of the more famous books. It's getting more and more popular. Obviously, they've done a ton the last couple of years to make them a, a uh, an attractive place to go place bets in Vegas. Not just because it's an awesome place. they got a lot of TVs, but attractive in terms of how they do business. Uh, so Jeffrey Benson tweeted something that's very similar to what we've been talking about in terms of balancing action and money being created differently. So this tweet's from October 27th, and it talks about adjusting based on balancing books. So Jeffrey Benson said, quote, on a granular level, think about it like this. Better A, not respected slash recreational, bets 200,000 on an NFL game, minus seven. The sports book then moves Minus seven to minus seven and a half, right? That's what sports books do theoretically. They're getting action. They're moving based on the action, right? Well, no, but so we'll keep reading this tweet. So again, let me start over. On a granular level, think about it like this. Better A, not respected slash recreational, bets $200,000 on an NFL game minus seven. The sports book then moves the minus seven to minus seven and a half. Then better B, respected plus EV, market influence uh, better takes plus seven and a half for 200,000 and you move the line back to seven. What's just happened? You've got a $200,000 bet on minus seven, moved it to seven and a half. Then you got a $200,000 bet, uh, bet at seven and a half, moved back to seven. A lot of you out there may say, yeah, what's wrong with that? That makes sense. The issue with that is the person making the bets. You can tell so much more about the second sports better, the, the winning sports better, the respected sports better than you can from the first one. That's why people like Charles Barkley, he will be able to bet any sport, any amount of money, anywhere in Vegas, whenever he wants to. Why? Because he's the biggest square there is. Like that is the definition of a square. He doesn't, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Maybe he gets inside info or whatever, but he's a losing sports better. This is historically known. He's owed Vegas a lot of money. So it's like Charles goes in, like, hey, welcome in. We'll give you a suite. We'll give you all the stuff you want. Free dinner. Just make that, make that expensive bet with us, okay? If Charles Barkley makes a, makes a $200,000 bet, the line might not move at all. But if you get a good winning respected sports better, Forget 200000 They go in and make a $50,000 bet. That line might move an entire point, if not more. So where the money's coming from matters so much more. And that's a great example in this tweet. 
Yeah, you get two hundred thousand dollars from from Joe Schmo. You get the same amount from a uh, from a, a respected sports better. Why would you just keep bouncing it out? Then you're at risk. Then you're saying, yeah, well, this is going to happen. But look where all the smart money is at, and you're exposed. So you can take that fifty fifty. You can make a little bit of money, or you can take a side as a sports book. And that's what I think the good good sports books do. They take sides. They they track the action. And really, this is important to know because, as we've talked about, it's important to know how sports books work and the way that they move lines. If you don't know how they're moving lines or why they're moving lines, how the hell are you ever supposed to beat these markets? So, all right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a Football Friday right here on Sports Betting Daily.